Welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 122. Mark, happy holidays. Here we are. Winter's here. Winter has arrived. Yes. We had a nice little snowfall yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was, it was slippery. A, a little bit. I uh, I, I feel like I, I usually don't have that transition of like forgetting how to drive in the snow, but mm. uh, it was a little scary yesterday driving home at night with the, it's the Star Wars effect. Uh, which is? You know, like in the Millennium Falcon when they go through and the stars are coming at you. Oh. Um, when you throw your high beams on <laughs> and snow is flying in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a little bit dicey, a little, you know. Uh, hands on the wheel, 10 and 2. Well, in, in order to get to your house, I mean, there are two routes you, you can take, you know, where you're just driving along nice roads, you know, with lots of traffic, yeah. or, you know, the, the shortcut is, yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, so. I, uh, I religiously follow my GPS, which took me away from the main roads because it was slower on them and it was around rush hour, so it was all back roads. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, good times. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was, it was great. It was, it was really good. What about you? Well, yeah. Kids you, you, are gross. I think you have, you have children, don't you? Kids, I think you do. Yeah. Kids are gross. Thanksgiving itself was lovely. Got to go visit my uh, parents in Endicott, as I had mentioned, and uh, that is always nice. My sister came in from Massachusetts with my nephews, um, but the ride there was a little bit treacherous. In what way? We made it to about Naples, and we live in Canandaigua, for those that might not be familiar, um, when we heard the very distinct sound of our two-year-old oh, getting no. sick. Oh, oh no. Can, can you recreate that for our I do, You don't want that. No? <laughs> you don't want that, trust me. So it was uh, it was a heroic cleanup effort on a part of my wife and, uh, and myself, and we put him in new clothes, and I was hoping that it was just maybe some kind of like, the, it's a little windy to get there. Maybe it was a little car sickness yeah, situation. Yeah. So he passes out for the rest of the trip until we're two minutes away from my oh, parents' no, house. No. And then he gets sick again. Oh, no. And then he got sick at 3 a.m. the first night. Wow. But then he bounced back. Kids are resilient. Wow. Tell us about that uh, that, that uh, uh, stomach. Uh, no, no, you didn't have a stomach flu. That's I, right. I thought yeah, I had food poisoning. I thought I had food poisoning. I mean, I guess I may have had the stomach uh, flu. Yeah, 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 yeah. You may have. No, come on. Let's put it out there. <laughs> You infected your child. I, apparently, <laughs> I did. I did. And it was a weird delay because I had that on, what, uh, Monday I had I was that. Gonna, Yeah, I was going to say Sunday, Monday. And yeah. then we left yeah. Wednesday, and he got it. And then he bounced back. And then Sunday, my other son got it. Oh, my God. So my wife, knock on wood, has uh, been able to avoid it and everyone else. Good, So, so good. fingers crossed. Baby. Very good. Yeah, sickness season's here as well. Hooray. Yeah, yay. Uh, all right. You want to jump into a little bit of uh, we, we had a lot. I mean, we're not, supposed to, we're not supposed to have much news this time of year, but there's a lot going on. So There is, and some interesting stuff. Um, let's jump right into our new listings, though. Uh, the trend down continues, but I don't know if it's as big of a tick down as maybe I think we're going to get into this a little bit aren't we yeah yeah yeah, we will we will but um let's just uh get the stats here so Monroe County currently 373 single family active listings that is down from 394 last week um in the six county region it's at 711 down from 758 so again down but it's not Nothing. There's well, stuff yeah, still happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah indeed. I, I lost out on a multiple bid offer yesterday I mean, for a client. Un- unbel- <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, go on another, you know, 60K over asking. Um, so in terms of properties that are under contract or pending, that number is going down as well. Monroe County, 976, down from 1020 last week. In the Six County region, 1480, down from 1532. But okay. I, I feel like these numbers should be more drastic. But they don't appear to be. So I, I don't know. Is this a case of the traditional market slowdown is happening a little bit slower than normal? 
All right, so I, I think I'm, I'm going to throw out two ideas. Okay. One, I'm just going to plant a seed for us to discuss sometime in the next few weeks. Yep. And then maybe this would be a great opportunity for us to talk about a conversation that's been having online um, amongst uh, real estate pundits and others. Uh, the, the, the seed that I'm going to plant um, has to do with the, uh, the, the fact that perhaps seasonality has changed over the course of the past few years. Interesting. Um, meaning that we always used to see this huge bump um, for the spring market. And, uh, and and that you know this time of year things are very very quiet. But the past few years, uh, it looks as if the market is actually taking hold and taking off later in the year than in years past. Um, so so that's something for us to think about. You know, it, 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 I mean, we need obviously a few more years to pass. And in, when you go back three four years, you know, the big question is well. How much impact did COVID have of course, on yeah. this particular issue? Um, so that, that's you know, but let's watch that. That's a conversation being had. The other one um, is, is a conversation, and I, I actually mentioned it last week. And I said, well, you know, but we're not going to we're not going to have much um, much idea or understanding of this uh, for a few more months. We need more data. And th- what it is that I had posited last week was perhaps we're finding ourselves coming out of the real estate recession and that maybe we've hit bottom and we're now starting to ascend on the other side of it. And and so what it is that you're talking about in terms of inventory is part of the conversation that people are having. Um, we're seeing that both inventory um, and number of new listings, they're, they're, they're related metrics, they're, they're, but, they're, they're, but they're different metrics. <clears throat> but the number of new listings on the market and um, inventory are both at year, when you're, these, these are all national measures, they're all uh, both those metrics are at year highs. Interesting, which is really really interesting. People are throwing out there that if you look at the data uh, for almost the entirety of this year, the number of new deals that are consummated has been down week after week after week after week, twenty to forty percent over the the uh, same period of time the preceding year. Over the course of the past uh, few weeks, that has started to change, and now for the first time this entire year, for the first time in all of twenty twenty three, we're seeing that. The number of pro- the number of newly consummated deals is actually up five percent this past week versus uh, uh, the same week last year. So that's another interesting metric. You know, then we can couple that with you know, I mean, our team, you know, in our own small world, but we have seen five consecutive uh, months in which our sales have exceeded uh, our sales from the preceding year, uh, the preceding month. Um, and then, of course, the national. When you turn to the uh, the economy, um, uh, we're looking at both interest rates that have come down. This is a great segue to talk about interest rates. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, we're also uh, we're looking at um, the rate of inflation. You know, and then we're going to get more. A PCE comes out, I think, tomorrow. Uh, personal consumption and uh, expenditure. So uh, that'll be an interesting uh, data point. And then the jobs report comes out, I think, next Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so those will be very interesting to see whether or not. Um, but it, it, all this could collectively um, uh, provide us an understanding that maybe we are really coming out on the other side. I mean, it's been, it's been a year and a half, God knows. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and as you said and stated in past podcasts, you know, the real estate market is always the first to enter and always the first to uh, exit as well. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can definitely hope that that's the case. Um, you mentioned mortgage interest rates. Yep. I mean, again, that is a, a big reason why we may be seeing this uh, last little flutter of activity here this late in the year. Um, since rates are now at 7.3% based on the uh, last numbers I'm looking at for the 30-year, which is just slightly down from last week at 7.33. But again, it's been, I think, probably the most stable it's been all year. I mean, it's really been a seesaw of uh, of up and down or up and up and up and up and up. But but the past, what, um, let's call it 
five weeks, it's not been a seesaw. It's been down. Yeah. Down and down and down. Because we, we were over 8% on the 19th of October. Um, so 7.3 is, that's a godsend. And I'm just looking at the, 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 uh, the yield on the 10-year Treasury. Um, and this is recording this on Wednesday. It's about noon. Um, the 10-year Treasury has fallen below 4.3% for the first time since September. That's huge. That's huge. That's, that's enormous. So more likely than not, when um, uh, Morgan News Daily uh, uh, discloses uh, national rates later today, uh, you will probably see that that 4.3, I'm sorry, that 7.3% interest rate you just mentioned. 4.3, I wish. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to see real chaos? Put it down to 4.3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> going to be a lot of people listing. Yeah, we would say goodbye to Christmas. Yeah, we'd be celebrating, I don't know, next year. Um, so, so that 7.3 that you mentioned just a few moments ago, that will more likely than not um, drop uh, to 7.27, 7. 7.2. It's, it's it. going to drop. Yeah, yeah. So um, 15 years, 6.73, and the adjustable rate is, uh, or sorry, uh, 6.85 for the adjustable rate. Okay. Um, yeah, which, which is not... Not terrible. No, it could not, be worse. Not, not, not terrible. Throw some points at that. You buy that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you're, you're doing decent. Yeah. Uh, you had sent an article to the team earlier in the week. Okay. Uh, again, building on the optimism here of of what's been transpiring, and uh, this is uh, the investor side of it that they are seeing that uh, rate cuts could be coming, uh, whether you know a economic recession happens or not. You know, again, separate from the real estate recession, which we're definitely uh, definitely has happened. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, this is, you know, and I gotta be honest, I mean, I remember sending you guys an article <laughs> from the Wall Street Journal. Don't worry, I got it, I got it. Great, yeah, tell, so me, tell me more. <laughs> the interest rate futures indicated on Monday <coughs> oh, of this go. week okay. that 52%, there's a 52% chance the Fed will lower rates by at least a quarter of a percentage point by May of next year. Now that's exciting, that's up from 29% in yeah. just October. Here's maybe the most exciting part though, the same data pointed to four cuts by the end of next year. Yeah, that's that's insane. That would be mm-hmm. massive. So, so I, I, anything we need to talk about? There, there are. I, I'm 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 really just simplifying this enormously. But there are really two enormous levers. Um, uh, one is Wall Street. Uh, two enormous le- levers that will help to uh, bring interest rates down. One is what's going on in Wall Street, and what it is that investors um, have to say, and that's what you're talking about right now. Um, so if investors feel as though uh, we're getting a handle on um, inflation, and if it looks, uh, th- then uh, then the yield on the ten-year Treasury is going to drop. Um, but the Federal Reserve also is another one of those lovers, um, and that's so. So you're talking specifically about what it is that Wall Street is saying, and what, what investors on Wall Street are saying, and that's that's really impressive. I mean, that's that's kind of amazing. Well, you mentioned the Fed, so the Fed's Chris Waller um, also stating, and this is I think where a lot of the confidence for investors is coming from, stating the Fed could cut rates if inflation continued to decline for the last several months. He uh, also reiterated and amplified his previous comments on the slower pace of economic growth. Um, specifically last month, he said that we'd either need to see slower growth or face a resurgence of inflation. Um, the comments earlier this week were something appears to be giving, and it's the pace of the economy. Isn't, isn't that great? And I think I sent to you, uh, to the group, um, even if these optimistic, you know, the, the, people are saying that the Federal Reserve is going to drop interest rates, you know, as early as, you know, sometime this winter or, or May, Let's assume that it's you know, June, July, August of next year. Just the mere fact that people are now starting to come out publicly and state publicly to the Wall Street Journal or to 
um, uh, CNBC or other organizations, the New York Times, people are now starting to utter these words. That in and of itself, I think, is newsworthy. So. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> and, and again, we've stated in the past several weeks here, as we've been on an optimistic note, thankfully, um, that, you know, fast forward or uh, rewind rather two months ago, and this was not even a discussion, probably wasn't We're, a thought for most people. Yeah, yeah I, 30 days ago. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, honestly, if you think five weeks ago, I, I mentioned five, October 19th. Things were looking really, really gloomy. There were some not great emails being shared of uh, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, because interest rates looked at that point in time as if they're just going to continue to climb and climb and climb and climb. And here we are five short weeks later. You, you know what it is? What is it? The holidays. Is it, I, was, I was thinking it's, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Burl Lives. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't want to be the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So um, this was kind of interesting as we uh, look ahead to 2024, Realtor.com. Uh, predicted uh, in its forecast published on Wednesday that the average mortgage rates will hover around 6.8% in 2024, um, falling to 6.5% by the end of the year. Great. Would love for that to happen. Now, this is interesting. Home prices, meanwhile, are expected to drop about 1.7%, which is actually obviously a change in the pace that we've been seeing Mm -hmm. of, again, up and up and up and up. (coughs) Now, again, national level. It's national, yeah. Local here. Probably not. I, I I do not I do not see that happening. I just I just don't. You know, again, we always go back to the fact that we should have fifteen hundred homes on the market for sale at any given time here in Monroe County. Um, and I don't think we we didn't go over a thousand. I mean, what was the highest we ever? I think we barely got over a thousand. Did, at, did at we really peak. at one point in time? I okay. believe so. At wow. The peak. Okay. So um, long ago, I don't even remember. Yeah, so, right. So fleeting. <laughs> they've uh, they've also projected a fourteen percent drop in inventory year over year. Oh come on. <clears throat> Come on, really? That's the numbers. Uh, nah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? I, I, I want to be careful because I do want to go back to something that I've been saying for the past two or three months, which is that all prognostications, all forecasting, it's just been so wildly inaccurate for the past year and a half. I, I, I guess I'm just so delighted this morning that we're even having the conversation that it's glimmers of hope, glimmers that we haven't seen in a long while. What ends up happening next year? God knows. Um, yeah, I, you go on your wall, write some interest rates, and just different numbers, and then just throw spaghetti just, at it yeah, exactly. and see what sticks, and that's uh, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, all that I'm willing to say at this juncture is, one, I don't see that in, uh, that, that the value of property in Monroe County uh, starts to go down. Th- that is just absolutely not going to happen. I know that for certain. Um, I'm fairly certain that interest rates are going to start to come down next year at some point in time, uh, which is also really great. And I, and I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic. I'm not. I'm not forecasting it as an absolute, but I'm hopeful and I'm optimistic that we're going to start to see a thaw in the real estate uh, recession, and that things are going to be easier for buyers in particular. Uh, sellers aren't going to suffer. And uh, well, there you have it. I wanted to bring this up. It's kind of interesting. I, I didn't even know this existed, but there is a Jeff Bezos-backed real estate company that is launching a new fund to acquire more single-family homes across the U.S. Have you heard of this? It's called Arrived. No. Um, So it's a young real estate company, again, backed by Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, that has just announced it's entering into single-family rental fund space. So Arrive currently operates a fractional real estate investing platform that has attracted nearly half a million real estate investors um, since its launch. This has been around since 2021, apparently. So the platform allows those investors to purchase shares of single-family rental properties with as little as $100. So think of it like the stock market. But real estate, yeah, the, you know, or a fractional share in, you know, or a fractional uh, share in uh, an air, uh, airplane, a private jet, yep. a rental, or uh, vacation homes. You know, yeah, yeah. L- listen, 
what's his name? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. yeah. Anything this guy touches <laughs> turns to gold. Turns to like this guy. He is he is smart. That guy knows what he's doing. Uh, just just based on his association, this is going to take off. This is this is this is going to go well. Which could unfortunately be not great for a lot of people because there's. Again, a huge inventory shortage. Yeah, right. And right. now this mega giant's going to come through and eat up more homes. Um, again, they're operating on a pretty small level right now, uh, but just something to keep an eye on. Thought yeah, it was kind well, of that, that guy can, you know, he has the ability overnight to just scale this thing yep. enormously. So yeah, fast forward five years, Jeff Bezos owns all of our homes. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, what about uh, Lauren Sanchez, his um, uh, his wife? Wow, good, good for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, so everybody's probably aware. I've alluded to it on a few occasions, <laughs> but I mean, the guy's got it going on. He just launched earlier this year his five hundred million dollar mega yacht. This thing is insane, and he it's and a his, city. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a city. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's just floating along there. Five hundred million dollars. Um, and he and his girlfriend Lauren Sanchez have been uh, photographed repeatedly, you know, canoodling um, on you know on the bow of on the uh, of, of, of the of the yacht. So. I think she's taking a selfie, and the picture Mark just uh, just showed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> why bother taking a selfie? I mean, all she has to do is open up like you know People magazine, right, sure. or, you know, she's all over <laughs> yeah, the place. So, yeah, um, the, yeah, good the, for her. Did you know she's also actually a helicopter pilot? I did not know that. Like, yeah, good for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I guess with those funds and those means, you can do pretty much whatever you want. Um, yeah, 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 indeed. So. Astronaut is next. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, she'll go to space sure, if she wants to. I'm sure, yes. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, this is kind of real estate adjacent, but I thought it was kind of an interesting story. And maybe you've been following it in the news here. Uh, there's been a bit of a battle. Oh, still show me photos. It's been a bit <laughs> of a battle over uh, Aretha Franklin's uh, estate and some of her real estate. This is This is insane. <laughs> So this has been going on for, I think, four months now, um, but there was a massive change when her son discovered a handwritten will from 2014 that was found between couch cushions. You know, it happens. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm writing my will and like... <laughs> Why well, even go to a lawyer? I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. listen to this. So the decision happened on Monday, came four months ago <clears throat> after the Detroit area jury said... The document was a valid will under Michigan law. Despite scribbles and many hard-to-read passages, Franklin had signed it, putting a smiley face in the letter of A. That's how she signed it. And this is now... uh, now her son's going to be getting a $1.1 million piece of real estate. You, you, you heard last night that Charlie Munger died. Um, yeah, uh, Warren Buffett's uh, business partner. Sure. Uh, at the age of, I think, 99 or something. I don't want to. I don't want to like jinx it, but I did find just yesterday. <laughs> Here we go. Um, in my car under the front seat. It was so weird. It's so crazy. But Charlie and I, we've never met. <laughs> but but I am in as well. <laughs> yeah. So you get all of you know eighty five percent, right? That's what it was. Oh uh, yeah 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 eight point five percent. I you know, yeah. <laughs> how how does that happen? Uh, what is what, what is what was the her estate? I, I think that she, sadly and unfortunately, like so many, like whether it's Ella Fitzgerald. Well, actually, you know what? Aretha Franklin probably was worth some money, but I think that a lot of these, in particular, African American artists. You know, you go back to Ella Fitzgerald, you go back to Louis Armstrong. I mean, the contracts that they were entering into, these folks sure, were yeah. just. 
they were cash volcanoes. They were just creating so much money and so much wealth for everyone else, uh, for everybody but uh, other than themselves. And so, you know, you get Ella Fitzgerald who dies, you know, not destitute, but certainly not as wealthy as one would think. Same with Louis Armstrong. Any idea what her what her uh, estate was worth? Uh, I just know the one property that was referenced was uh, one point one million. Okay. So not a bad chunk of change, not a bad. Yeah, but you know, but it's Aretha Franklin, like you know. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, yeah, you would think. Right. All right, you ready to jump into a little celebrity real estate? I just sent you over uh, our our selections. I had to get a little creative. Okay. um, This week, just because again, it's a slow time. There's just not a lot out there. I Rob report. All right, so we're off for a good start. It's 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 Rob report. So Uh, I I would say that this piece of property is is more celebrity than uh, an actual celebrity. This is a sleek L.A. spec mansion on a storied Hollywood uh, grounds. It's listed for $45 million. What are you looking at right now? I'm looking at... Uh, the, are, these, are these actual renderings? No, no, no. It's built. This place is spectacular. Yeah. It, it reminds me... I mean, th- this is the kind of place that you would see in, um, in Succession, the television series Succession. <clears throat> um, some hedge fund billionaire would absolutely... Own this place. Um, it's 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 spectacular. It's it's, it's really, gosh, are you, what, this thing should have been in succession if it wasn't. Wasn't it, it wasn't in succession? Man, I wouldn't be shocked if it was. And it's also um, kind of interesting where it's built. So <laughs> it's on a parcel once owned by a legendary Hollywood actress, uh, Claudette Colbert. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Claudette Colbert. Um, uh, it happened one night. Uh, uh, Clark Gable. I knew um, you would know. Yeah. A great I, film. I had a feeling. I'm, I'm, having, I'm having everybody over to watch this film. It is an amazing and it's scandalous because because there's a scene where uh, she has to hitchhike. Um, I, I actually, um, Clark Gable is out there and he's he's got his thumb out and he's he, cars are passing one after another after another and they're just passing by. She says, "Hold tight, let me." It's like, "No, no, I got this. No, no, let me, let me. I got it." She goes out and to the scandal of of Hollywood and all of America, she raises her dress, shows her ankle. She starts hitchhiking. Boom! The first car that comes course, along, yeah. and then Clark Gable, yeah, jumps out from uh, from uh, uh, behind a bush or something. Yeah, how, how times F- have changed. Famous, famous, famous <laughs> Hollywood team. She's a big deal. Anyway, um, so yeah, spectacular property. Uh, I'm sure it's uh, going to be interesting to see who ends up buying that. Uh, they bought the the former home in the former uh, parcel for 37 million. By the way, uh, again, now asking 45. Million for this it, thing. That, that, it, that's a beautiful. All right, so, so if anybody wants to look at this, um, actually, you know what? If anybody's just you know a porn, uh, a real estate porn interested, um, go to Rob Report, R O B B Rob Report, um, and they just got really, really great. But this is um, so, so. If you were to go to Rob Report, um, it's robreport.com. I'll uh, just look up six one five North Faring Road. It's F A R I N G. There so. you go. Yeah, if you're in the market for a. Forty-five million dollar mega mansion in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Give us a call. Um, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll help. We'll help you. Out. I, I know someone out there. We'll get a nice <laughs> referral fee. <clears throat> well, there we go. There we go. Uh, moving on again, not necessarily a celebrity in, in the sense, but a, a pretty amazing property. A Melbourne, a Melbourne crypto king has purchased a seventy million dollar New York home, and I, I, I'm not familiar with this person. Oh Jesus! But Hunter I knew you were going to have that reaction. Uh, so it's a Melbourne-based entrepreneur known for his crypto casino business, has acquired an iconic New York townhouse. Again, $70 million. The property, previously owned by famed American banker David Rockefeller, uh, is a five-story architectural marvel in Manhattan that was constructed in 1924. Okay, so I'm wondering, did you, did you read the article? 
Do you know who Sister Parrish is? I do not know. <clears throat> um, so Sister Parrish was this um, very sort of uh, waspy decorator um, back in the 60s and the 70s. Um, and she helped uh, Jackie Onassis uh, do the renovation of, uh, of the White House. And so uh, Sister Parrish... Um, I, like it's just not my aesthetic. It's just it's, like it's busy. It's it's busy. It's very busy. It's, yes, it's very 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 very. And you know, and, and you just can't have enough floral fabric and enough chintz and enough wallpaper uh, with with toile wallpaper and and like and it all just you know it's, it, it gingham and just all toss into a blender and like you know and it's just just way too much. And this to me is very 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 much uh, Sister Parish. Yeah. So, okay. Makes yeah, sense. I, I, I wonder. I'll have to read the article, but yeah. Um, but I will say, and like I was, I was good. I used to do the same thing. I'm like, shit, that is like some good artwork. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. it better be. Yeah, it better yeah, be. Yeah. So all right, we will end with one more. A f- uh, property that was formerly owned by Frank Sinatra um, gets a three million dollar price cut. Oh, okay. Is that is that the biggest price uh, decrease you've heard of? I am, I'm sorry. I'm still. I'm still. On, <laughs> This, Still dissecting you it. You know what? I, I just I don't I don't like this. I don't like this David Rockefeller house. Not at all. Again, very busy. I had a feeling you might not. I had a yeah, feeling. yeah. Do you like it? No, no. no. It's, I like I like sleek. I like clean. This is difference between you and I. I'm, I'm like you know. I'm so like I'm so I'm so assured that everybody wants to know whether or not I really like it. I'm like, <laughs> people really give a shit as to whether or not. And you're you're just like you just put it out there. You don't you never say like I like it. I dislike it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's just my ego speaking coming through. So um, all good. Okay. So. Um, Nah, not crazy about this one either. The uh, the, the former Sinatra property yeah, in Chatsworth, yeah. California, yeah, now listed for eight point nine nine five million. I will say I like their pool. I mean, again, this is a you know, it's a little bit more modern of a look. It's not as uh, well. It's, it's it's a little more mid century modern sure, of a look. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, um, yeah, and, and mid-century. I, I've said the same thing about mid-century matter for for years. Like it, it's it's it can be so 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 beautiful and so cool, but it it constantly has to be contemporized, and and the, the year twenty twenty three needs to be reflected, or you know the year twenty. If you're not. If you're not constantly throwing money at a mid-century modern, they become very dated and, and, from my perspective, very ugly very, very quickly. But if you're willing to spend money with the passing of time, um, yeah, they, they can be really beautiful homes. I mean, some of the homes the past couple of years that I've walked through that have surprised me the most is, as far as how high they went were mid-century modern. People lose their well, crap there, over there, them. There, there are not a there's lot so few, of... Yeah. yeah, there are not. There aren't a lot of mid-century modern enthusiasts. But those who are out there... Oh my God! Like they, they, yeah, yeah, they like get out of my way because they're all looking for a very, very rare product. So yeah, it was interesting. I was I had that exact conversation with a client because they they loved it and they thought, well, this is kind of a unique property, so we're willing to bet there's probably not going to be a lot of competition. And I said probably the opposite because it is so unique. Yeah, there's a lot of people that come out of the woodwork just for something like that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's what happened. Weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess. You- you know what you're talking about. Sometimes. Look at, look at that. Every now and again. Look at that. Every now and again. You know, every now and yeah. again. Uh, the blind dog gets a bone or whatever the uh, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the verbiage is. Um, little housekeeping on our end. And by the time you listen to this, you'll probably be past um, when it actually happened, obviously. But we are involved with the Pirate Toy Fund, which is an organization that I got involved with, I don't know, almost nearly a decade ago. Has it been that long? I mean, it was one of my first years on the radio uh, where we started helping with their annual holiday toy drive um, and then just really fell in love with the organization. 
they're just phenomenal. I mean, they have dozens and dozens and dozens of partner programs where they supply toys. So they give uh, toys to strong uh, hospitals so they can give it to kids who are, there who are sick. They partner with a bunch of the different police organizations. I was going to say, yeah. And, and they give it to them. They put them in their, you know, literally in the trunks of their cruisers. So if they come to a house fire, just a really terrible situation, and there's a young child, you know, as little as it may be, it's still a gesture of, well, you know, here's a toy to distract. I mean, a perfect example was my son Mason had his tonsils out earlier this year, and it was it was kind of one of those serendipitous moments of we brought him to the facility where the surgery was taking place, and of course, you know, it's a relatively routine procedure, but still, you know, my wife and I are, are you know, freaking out just because it's surgery, surgery, yeah, yeah. and and all that. It's your first child. Yeah. And second, second, you're not going to give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we went through <laughs> whatever. it. Whatever. Who cares? Um, and they let him pick out a toy from this little box, and he got some Play-Doh or whatever, and we're playing with it in the uh, in the waiting room. And I, I look at the, the box, and there's a sticker, and it said it was donated by the Pirate Toy Fund. So great. So it really came full circle. Again, after you know, uh, helping out with the holiday toy <clears throat> drives uh, for many years. And every May, I do their carousel derby where they try to get me to throw up in front of people yes. uh, while riding a carousel at Strong Museum. Um, so thankfully, Mark, you've been so kind as to, to go in on this with me to uh, have them come here, have a little toy drive of our own, and help them with their goal of raising uh, 20,000 toys. Is that what the goal That's is? That's what the goal is, yeah. Wow. Pretty big. And, and what are they asking us to? Uh, we're, not, we're not raising 20,000 toys. Oh, we're going to do, we're going to double it, I thought. Oh, we're going to double we'll, it. We'll do 40,000. Okay, 40, okay very good. Very, very good. So. Uh, but by the time, I think I'll probably post this Friday or Saturday. So actually, the culmination of the toy drive is on Saturday. But uh, the best thing about the Pirate Toy Fund is that they actually do collect toys all year round so um you know if you you feel so inclined so moved you certainly can donate well l- let us know but thank you so much i think this is such a great organization such a great cause it's easy to get behind it is it's so so easy um yeah so thanks so much for asking um and so i'm, I'm looking forward to it i, I think um wham 13 is going to be here they're yes. going to film a little bit we've yeah. got um some of our friends stopping by dropping off uh and then i think peggy um is, is going to have peggy and yvonne are going to have some uh, some fresh baked cookies I for heard us. Those cookies, yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it should be. I, I'm looking forward to this. It should be very nice. Absolutely. Oh, and it will. Uh, will all this will take a place in front of, of our newly decorated Christmas tree, which was amazing. <clears throat> Peggy again. Just the the, the yeah. things this woman's able to do is just incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is pretty remarkable. So yeah, so Peggy single handedly um, uh, erected the uh, the tree this past Sunday, and the team comes together in uh, about an hour and a half, um, right. and we will be decorating. So yeah, are there cookies for that as well? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, are, yeah. Yvonne, Yvonne's upstairs baking them right now, literally. So, so I, I, I should you know this? Um, so I bought like a hundred dollars worth of like cookie dough for yeah. for um, one of her kids' plays or sports teams oh, or yes, something. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. even know. So um, so we got a hundred dollars worth of cooking dough that she's upstairs like you know, we go. rolling this out. This is why yeah. we got the kitchen. You you got it. You is got this, it. Is bud. this the first use of the oven? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Cost Shadley. for use. Yeah. Cost yeah. for use. Yeah, right. It's exactly. going up. It's yeah, going up. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be fun. I guess we should get ready for that. Uh, anything else you want to touch on before we wrap for this week? No, no. Um, thanks so much. Um, happy holidays, everybody. Hope you're hope you're enjoying them as much as we are. Yes. God, I love this time of year. Yep. So great. We'll talk to you next week.